1: all right guys welcome back to the established past podcast presented by clutch points i am your host blake level with me is my co-host dylan reagan and we are here for uh, our biggest episode of the season and that is our super bowl preview here as we look ahead to super bowl 54 uh, getting ready to take place on sunday and uh, dylan uh, you know like we said it's sort of been an interesting week um you know all things considered in the sports world and sort of the the, the hype surrounding this game has been a little different, and I think, you know, the, the tragedy with, with Kobe Bryant aside, it's sort of been one of those things we talked about where this is kind of a game where you don't really have a ton of storylines, I guess, by itself in terms of, uh, you know, it's almost like we said, it, it's the two teams we really expected to be here, uh, given how they played late in the season. And so it's not as though you know you have those I don't know I guess those things we're just talking up like all week like we're used to over the years where maybe there's just one or two things that that everyone's sort of just beating like a drum mm-hmm. uh, you know day after day in the lead up to the Super Bowl um, and and so it's really has like it's felt like sort of a, a quiet type of week in terms of just the the overall i guess hype for a game like this but again i think all things considered maybe not too surprising
0: yeah among the diehard fans i think there's probably more excitement just on a pure football level in terms of you have two of the best play callers in the nfl on offense two amazing teams and stories with andy Reid and you know finally trying to win his super bowl kyle shanahan where he's come from and his dramatic rise and also bouncing back and a little bit more narrative based from the 28 to 3 loss to the patriots even though that can't all be on his shoulders but nonetheless the, yeah and compared uh, narrative wise to past Super Bowls with all the years with tom brady and the patriots and just different things with the seahawks too i mean there's just a lot more uh things that we're missing maybe with this one in terms of the narrative for maybe the casual fan but in terms of people that really just geek out around football and love to watch uh c- offensive creativity just uh dominance in the trenches by some of these guys on the defensive line for the niners i think it's a a really exciting matchup that i think will uh as you kind of said in the last podcast i think the game itself Will be the story rather than all the narratives around it
1: yeah for sure uh, i think that's what everybody's sort of just like we don't we don't care about the hype we just we're ready to get to the game um and i think we all sort of feel that way uh, at this point but uh, as we always do we're going to make some predictions but it's not just going to be you know predictions on our usual who's going to win who's going to lose we'll have that uh but uh, it's the super bowl so certainly dylan we have to go to <laughs> the wildest and wackiest when it comes to prop bets and all this other stuff That's going to be very, very exciting to uh, you know look at and uh, make your pick on because uh, as we know there there is no rhyme for rhyme or reason for a lot of these but you know what this is fun and entertaining and that's what we're going to do so naturally we have to start with the biggest one of all because this is the game or you know this is the biggest game of the year and this is the one thing that could certainly define how this game plays out and Dylan that leads us to our first pick here on the prop bets and uh it's a tough one I mean this is you know this is one again that could define the entire game here (laughs) and naturally that is heads or tails
0: yeah uh, you know <laughs> I, as you said I think this kind of defines all these props it's so funny each year just the amount of ridiculous things we see but this one hey I mean nothing as uh, as old as, t- as tail as old as time as the heads <laughs> and tails debate uh, what is the true run- winner I was it was really funny there were articles out about how many times the team that picks heads or tails wins or loses uh-huh. as if, you know I, I mean maybe we'll learn a lot maybe no reason to watch the game once the once we yeah. see who wins the toss and it really depends on what uh it's heads or tails but yeah i was really hoping on one of these betting sites you get different odds for, <laughs> for heads and tails unfortunately they're all even i went with tails uh, i'll throw it to you to see what you picked
1: uh it was a tough one i really spent most of my research <laughs> here on of the week on this particular one like you said there's lots of research out there uh there's a lot of stuff you can sort of look at uh, but you went with tails. I went with heads. I think it's going to be heads and, uh, we'll see, uh, which one it is. But, uh, yeah, it's, if, please, if you're someone that's betting on this game, please don't, please don't spend all your money on heads or tails. Yes. Just, just don't do it. Um, it's not worth but- it. So. The last
0: team to win the toss and win the Super Bowl was the Seahawks in Super Bowl forty-eight. So mm. maybe, hey, d- yeah, as you said, maybe hold off on betting on who's going to win the toss. But whoever loses the toss, I think that's who you got to pick for the game. I think it's a pretty. I mean, the math is all there right in front of you. Very
1: interesting. Very interesting. We'll see. <laughs> yep. Uh, which one of us are right, and that can determine who wins the game. Uh, but before you know, we get to the the coin toss. We we've got a first do the national anthem i mean it's only fitting that uh you sing the national anthem that gets everything started Demi lovato is going to uh, be the person in charge of that this year and so just like every single time we hit the super bowl this is one that that you know the casual fans the hardcore fans everyone loves this one is the over under on how long this national anthem is going to be and the over under for this one dylan is two minutes and i will tell you that of all our prop bets that we have here I think this is the biggest (laughs) lock that there is. I think this is going over two minutes, and uh, I, again, now if you want to put your money on this one, this is one I would put your money on because I, I feel pretty confident in this going over two.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe we can talk to Demi before to make sure we get that uh, figured out. But yeah, I went. I, I put oh for sure over. I don't think in, in my mind there's any doubt it's going to be. Um, I mean you you don't get many opportunities to, to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. You got to make the most of it. And I don't. It's not like you know this isn't a, a July MLB game. where There's 162 games and everyone's like, all right, just run through this anthem. Let's get this game started. <laughs> this is a big moment. So yeah, uh, I, I would have no problem. I don't think many people are going to be too worried if it goes over
1: yep uh i i think that's what you're gonna see here so uh there you go we're gonna go over on the national anthem uh we feel pretty good about this one uh that leads us into our next one which is actually going to be the game itself and we'll give you you know we'll give you a more natural one here before we dive into more of these crazy prop ones but uh you know we'll have our pick later on but uh the over under for the game itself 54 and a half here dylan and this is when i went back and forth on because Mm -hmm. i can see this game playing out a couple different ways and we'll talk more about that when we make our picks in a bit uh but ultimately we both went in different directions on this one
0: yeah i uh, as you said it's kind of you can see it going either way it's pretty high number but that has been the case pretty much for chiefs games all year and we've seen even when the niners have these high over-unders often they've kind of hit them because they still score a lot of points their offense is incredibly proficient and their defense as good as it's it's been and dominant as it's been it has had uh, some holes against some of the better offenses it's faced so I I went back and forth, but as I thought about what I was gonna eventually pick, which we'll get to at the end of our conversation here, but I uh I went with the over. I just I, I see this game not being a, a defensive struggle. I know and I you know, both teams in the red zone I know the Chiefs have struggled at certain points but they've uh, really kind of figured that out a bit better and the Niners in the red zone not one of the better red zone defenses especially through the air so yeah I went with the over but again I will not be surprised I mean the number is so high that you still could see a high scoring game like I anticipate and it still could be you know uh, kind of right under that that uh, 54 and a half number
1: and that's what I'm going with because I went with the under but as you'll see from my score pick later on um it's very close to that number It's just uh, I I think Hmm. I'll take the chance on going with the under here because – you know i think there are a couple other scores that i can look at and say okay that sounds a lot better uh, but then again this is a game involving patrick mahomes and the chiefs could reel off 41 straight points and uh you know 50 something straight points and just kind of cover the <laughs> the over themselves um we don't expect that to happen here i don't think this is uh, the texans defense they're playing but uh this uh yeah i, I think it's going to come very close to that but that's that's why they said it here because you know what it's <laughs> it's very tricky here on this one um mm-hmm. because yeah you, you could see it going both ways but we'll uh, we'll be different on this one just like we were on the the almighty heads or tails uh we'll we'll have a different approach on this one um all right that leads into another fun prop bet here um and uh, i actually i'm gonna agree with dylan on this one because i didn't even realize this was a prop bet until this is one that he had on here, and I don't even have my pick on our sheet, but when I saw the one that he had, <laughs> I was like, that to me, I don't even need to see the rest of the sheet because that's the biggest lock that there ever is. Um, so it's our favorite pop, prop bet. Now, this is in terms of, you know, which one's going to hit plus the best, you know, for your money. So you're going to put your money here uh, for everything that, that you're going to do, and and that's what you're going to look at and say, okay, we've, we've got to be able to look at this and say – This is the one that you need to kind of focus in on, zero in on, and say, hey, this is a great one. Um, Dylan, I think you hit it right on the money. You have a couple here, but I think your first one you've got on our list uh, is the one that is the biggest no-brainer in the history of betting to me.
0: Yeah, this this might not be one you can find at any of the places in Vegas, but uh, <laughs> it's a new day in betting, and there are some websites that have very obscure bets. And uh, I looked up some on betonline.ag and found one that I thought, as you said, they had a, a, a prop here that is about the broadcast mentioning that Raheem Mostert is undrafted. I thought that was the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> I, I was like, "They're the first carry he has. They're going to yes. say it." Especially, it's not like this is a guy that uh, it's not like early in the season when he wasn't completely in the rotation. He just had one of the most legendary NFC title game performances <laughs> we've ever seen from a running back. He will 100% be in the game early. They will 100% say yes on this. The they had it as a no of minus 130 and a yes of minus 110. I can't, I I don't know who made that prop bet, but if, if you want to <laughs> jump on and bet online, if you already have an account, I would sh- for sure put some shekels down on yes for this one. And yeah, the other one I mentioned um they they it was about whether they'll say Colin Kaepernick's name I mean the last time the 49ers were in the Super Bowl he was the quarterback for San Francisco I'd find it likely they will say his name they had that at plus 275 I think that's a pretty safe bet as well
1: yeah that's the one I was going to pick because I like you said they they're not just going to mention this they're going to mention it many times like I, it's going to be I think the better bet's probably like you know over under eight times on how many times this is mentioned like he's he's <laughs> undrafted like that's going to be talked about and uh yeah that that's the one i would pick there like you said uh, not one you're going to find in traditional spots but uh the world of technology we live in uh you can probably <laughs> you know you'll be able to find it somewhere and uh we we found it on one and so yeah that's uh that's one to look for because uh, i don't I think that's uh, the ultimate no-brainer in terms of uh, raheem Mostert being undrafted that is uh that that's the story here that's one of the bigger stories in terms of what he did in the nfc title game and uh, it's undoubtedly going to be mentioned uh, in this game all right, we move to the next one. Um, this is a very intriguing one as well. I, I love this one. I thought this was just fascinating to me. Uh, and this is one that you just completely waste hours and hours on uh, <laughs> looking at and trying to dissect. Uh, you know, it, it is. It's one that just sucks you in, and you're like, why am I doing this? Because I have no idea. Uh, but it is very fun to look at. It is the over-under 26 and a half. On the jersey number of the first touchdown scorer <laughs> in this game. So, the first person to score a touchdown, will their jersey number be over or under 26 and a half? That is the question here, Dylan, because, um, you know, th- this is very intriguing to me. I think that the under is, I'm trying to remember, we looked at it. It's like minus 140, 143, yep. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um so keep that in mind. I mean, you'll be able to look at the number and see this if you find it somewhere, but um you know, for for your money, I guess you can look at this differently. For me, I'm just looking at this everything else aside. Like I just want to I want to know this. I want to get this 100% correct <laughs> on who's going to be the first person to score the touchdown here. Ultimately, I went with the over because and here's why. I think because of this trio, and we were talking about this, this, we were making our our picks earlier, we are going back and forth here, but you've got Raheem Mostert, who is number 31. You've got George Kittle, 85, Travis Kelsey, 87. I think that trio, to me, I think there's a pretty good chance that one of those three Mm -hmm. are going to score first. And so in that regard, I feel like that, to me, I'd rather lean on the over-possibility then maybe the under of Tyreek Hill at ten, Patrick Mahomes could score a rushing touchdown at fifteen. Uh, you've got Emmanuel Sanders in there. Uh, I mean, there's there's probably a lot more intriguing options, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, because you've got Tevin Coleman, uh, Matt Breida. Like there's there's probably more options in the under, but I I think one of those three in that that over category are going to score the first one.
0: Yeah, it's understandable but that the under is the favorite here. Uh, this one, uh, uh, actually, a pretty big book and MGM provided it says on the uh, the yep. link you sent. So, uh, yeah, you can find this one. And it, <laughs> I know a lot of people like to do the first touchdown of the game, uh, and that's so hard to pick. I mean, I, I've been successful maybe once on that that I remember. <laughs> um, it's more about uh, – this one's really fun, though, like you said, because it, it, it brings so many more possibilities to the table. You have a lot better chances. A lot. Uh, it's almost like a fantasy football kind of thing, almost uh, like a daily fantasy fantasy pick them like which guy with the value and that's the thing the the fact that the under is the favorite you're getting better odds for the over and that trio as you mentioned like we talked about before I also threw in Kendrick Bourne at number 84 just because he's such a big red zone target for the for the 49ers so I I went with the over but yeah I understand why they put 26 and a half it's it really would have flipped it quite the, the other way in terms of the odds I'm sure you got Tevin Coleman if he's able to be a full go and then Damian Williams especially I know the Chiefs have done a lot better this season at running in the red zone realizing it's more efficient at that point to hand the ball off sometimes and Damian's done a great job and scored a lot of touchdowns so uh, it's, it's tough, but I like, I like you know, if you're going to bet on something like this, have fun with it. Get the one with better odds. That's why I went with the over, ultimately. There
1: you go. Uh, yeah, that's what you're saying. If you're going to have fun with one of these, take the odds. The better chance to uh, to cash in there. Um, so, yeah, well, we'll take the over, but uh, very fascinated by this one. Like, this is the one I'm looking at. Like, I can't wait to figure out what this is. Like, I'm going to be just <laughs> looking at this the whole way. Like, oh, that's first touchdown. Who's it going to be? Um, all right, the next one. I think this next one is is also kind of a sneaky one uh, in terms of I think it's going to be a lot of people are going to look at this one and be like oh well that's pretty obvious Um, but you know what it may not be that obvious when you look at it Uh, it's more Chiefs passing attempts or Niners running attempts now again I think everyone's going to look at this and say well certainly the answer by far is is going to be the Chiefs because you know that's what they want to do. Um, I could see this being a situation where the Chiefs just totally abandon the run here and just let Patrick Mahomes yeah. throw this thing sixty times. Um, I could like I could see that very early on. Um, but you know I also wouldn't underestimate that if the you know if the Niners defense plays well and they have a lead, like I can see them running. I could see the exact opposite. Like mm-hmm. I could see them just running the ball on fifteen straight plays and you know being one of those situations where because we've seen that with Kyle Shanahan if it works like he will keep going to it and keep going to it um so this may be a little bit sneakier than you think uh but ultimately I mean obviously I think the Chiefs are probably the better yeah. pick
0: here I went with the favorite too in this in this case I know I just said have some fun in the last one but this <laughs> one feels like it has to be the Chiefs for a couple of reasons yeah. I like you said they're they might if they're behind they're just going to really have to unleash Mahomes. but also you know i just i know the chiefs could run the ball a bit more we've talked about san francisco struggling against the run in the red zone they're actually pretty good against the run the 49ers unfortunately for the chiefs but i it's just i don't see san francisco at the same point i don't see san francisco being able to run the ball uh, 30 40 plus times i know the chiefs run defenses struggled at times they played really well against derrick henry and i i find this game as i said with the over it kind of leans into the tendency that there's going to have to they're gonna to have to be throwing the ball more you know it's not going to be like the vikings and packers games i don't believe uh where the niners are able to just run the rock they probably could have thrown if they really wanted to in those games more and they have at certain times again you know the saints game we always talk about that one but some of their other games early in the season against seattle even against the cardinals the niners had to throw the ball so much and jimmy g had some success and i think that's the main reason i don't know if the i don't know if Mahomes is going to throw 40 times but i just don't i don't see the niners being able to just rely on the run the same way that they have uh against so many of their opponents this year yeah i think
1: like you said i think it's a pretty easy one here um i just it, it does it feels like it's a pretty obvious one uh in terms of uh yeah i just i you can't go against the chiefs in that type of scenario uh knowing that there's a good chance that they're going to throw it a ton so uh all right we'll both go with the chiefs on that one uh that leads us to the next one which uh just going to give you a spoiler, a little bit of foreshadowing here, uh, on my part. Uh, which tight end will have more receiving yards in this game? Uh, <laughs> Dylan, I'll let you make your pick first here.
0: Yeah, this is a tough one for me. I before you'd put this prop in, I was looking at uh, you know how how these defenses perform against tight ends and that kind of is part of why I went with George Kittle I imagine if we had looked up the actual odds on this that Kelsey is the favorite given that Kittle I mean he wasn't even targeted <laughs> for the much of the playoffs let alone uh, possibly competing with what Kelsey and his role in that offense but uh, the San Francisco top three defense against uh, uh in terms of just yardage against by tight ends on the opposition I think that's part of it I think also the the chiefs just have so many weapons and i think it's not going to be as we just talked about i don't think san francisco is going to be able to run the rock over and over and i know they have some great speedy receivers but i think george kittle's kind of a security blanket over the middle for jimmy garoppolo and in this game i think he's going to be looking his way a bit more so combine that with the better odds and <laughs> wanting to be different than you i went with george kittle well i'm
1: going to use the, this approach and that I think the, the 49ers are going to be so consumed by trying to prevent the big play of, of a Tyree Kill um, and McCole Hardman guys like that uh, yeah. that I think it's going to allow Travis Kelsey to get a lot of targets. And like you said, I mean they they've been good against the Titans. Both teams have, um, but but I feel like this is a spot where you know if they take away those big plays, and that's the question: Will they be able to? And that's something we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, but I, I just feel like Travis Kelsey is going to get enough targets and going to have enough opportunities to where, you know, he could break one of those type of, you know, big sort of plays. I'm not saying it's going to be a 75 yard or anything, but, you know, you could mm-hmm. see him break a 40 something yard or, you know, just a couple that are big type of plays and that racks up those yards. Then again, you know, you could see him make three catches for, for 12 yards and two touchdowns, um, <laughs> you know, so it's uh, it's it's very hard to pick this one. Like you said, I, I think it's, I'll go with Travis Kelsey, um, and I have a reasoning for that. Uh, like I said, we'll get to <laughs> it in a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll take Kelsey here because I, I think this could be a game – uh, where he sees a lot of targets uh but we'll see we'll see how that works out all right that leads us to the big one now we still have a couple more after this even and i have a one i'm actually going to sneak in on dylan at the end of this episode he doesn't even know about it yet um it's another prop that <laughs> i just found that is not on our list but i love it um all right that leads us to the big one um and that is the the winner of this game the 49ers and the chiefs super Bowl 54 uh, the chiefs are one and a half point favorites uh, in this one Um, You know, we talked about this, I think it was right after the the championship games, and last week we kind of said, okay, we feel like we're leaning one way or the other. Um, You know, I said that I think I'm leaning towards the Niners. Uh, However, I'm going to change that, and I'm going to go back to where it all started I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl before the season started, and so the more I thought about it, I was like, I really can't go back on that now. Um, I think I have to stick with it. I I do see a situation here, and we're going to pick the final score too, and this goes back to the over-under from earlier, as you'll see. I'm going 27-24 for the Chiefs. I think this is a game where, you know, I I think both teams, like I said, I I really feel like there is going to be such a, you know, a – I don't know what it is a focus or, or a worry of giving up that huge play that you know we could see this be I mean obviously 27-24 is not a low scoring game but we could see it sort of a grind it out type of scenario where you know maybe early on you know, we don't see that type of scoring right away we see two teams that are kind of getting mm-hmm. you know familiar with each other um, you know maybe that leads to a lower type of score at halftime uh, but ultimately I just think the Chiefs, with Mahomes, I just don't think you can go against him because of what we've Mm -hmm. seen. He just, because at any time he can make that play, and because, like we've said over the past couple weeks, which has been the reason why I picked the Chiefs, they just have so many different guys on offense that you feel like can break a big play, Um, that you feel like at any time can make a huge you know, sort of impact on one play. And when you combine all those guys together, knowing – that you're going to see, you know, a lot. I feel like you're going to see a lot of those from mm-hmm. the Chiefs in this game, no matter who it is, whether it's Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, uh, you know, Damian Williams, McCole Hardman, Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Wright. Like, go down the list. Like, they just have all these guys that have made a huge play at one point or another this year. And you can say the same about the Niners, but I just mm-hmm. I can't pick against Patrick Mahomes here. I feel like it is going to be one that maybe at times is going to be a little frustrating in terms of the 49ers defense and what they're able to do against them. Uh, but ultimately, I think the Chiefs will find enough on offense to get the win.
0: Yeah, I, I went back and forth. I know I said I was leaning towards the Chiefs at the beginning of the week. And it's, it's because this game is just so, it's really just so evenly matched when I think about the play calling, the, the personnel. I know the difference between Jimmy G and, and Patrick Mahomes might be striking, but so is the difference between the, the Niners defense and the Chiefs defense. And I know the Chiefs defense has improved a lot. And I think they're going to have to perform, have one of their best outings of the season for the Chiefs to come up and win this game but uh, yeah when I think about this game overall I think the key and why I went with the over two is because I think these teams don't realize how important it is that they perform well on early downs both of these teams are the best two teams in the NFL um with uh getting sacks on third down everyone knows the Niners and their uh their defensive line and what they're able to do and pin their ears back but in early downs their pass rush is pretty mediocre compared to the rest of the NFL and the Chiefs a team that we don't think about this defense as being dominant but they had they finished second in the NFL in terms of sacks on third down they can pin their ears back as well and get to the quarterback i think that's going to lend to both teams Uh, These teams are – I mean, Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid aren't going to go into the Super Bowl and just try to establish the run. These are guys – I know that Niners, if they can run for chunks of yards, they will run and run. But I think because the Chiefs' offense is going to put up points, they won't completely be able to do that the whole game like they want to. I see both teams realizing that they can't fall down on early downs, and that's why I think the over – and I picked the the total score to be 65. And I I have the uh, Chiefs winning 34 to 31. I I just – as you kind of touched on too – Right it comes down to thinking about what Mahomes is able to do. Just not really feeling like I can pick against them. I feel like at the same time all year or over the second half of the year, I had a hard time picking against San Francisco with how dominant they'd become. And I still think San Francisco has a great chance to win this game, but I would kick myself if I didn't pick uh Mahomes in this spot with this opportunity. I mean, both, both these coaches deserve a super bowl at some point with how brilliant they are. Andy Reed's been here longer. Maybe that's part of it. My bias against the Niners. I hope that's not playing a part here. <laughs> Um, as a as a Rams fan but uh, there's other things I, I some great stuff from I looked into Warren Sharps uh, he had this preview he put together a message to him he sent back the whole thing and I, I haven't gone through the whole thing because it's over 40 pages but there were a couple points he kind of put some of the highlights at the front and one of the bigger some of the bigger stats that really stuck out to me as i kind of confirmed my pick for the chiefs that the niners are the worst red zone defense against 11 personnel now that's when you have one running back and one tight end and three receivers the chiefs love to do this i know I, the chiefs uh, for a lot of the season have really had more success running in the red zone it's more efficient and uh that's been a bigger part of what they do but the niners run defense that over the most of the field isn't f- absolutely fantastic um in the red zone they're pretty strong there so i that part i think the chiefs will be aware that they need to keep three receivers and utilize that speed uh they struggle with it as because the red zone your every all the space is kind of cut down and that's you know the chiefs really uh thrive with all that space and i think that's part of why i don't think they're going to have too much of an issue moving the ball against san francisco uh converting those into touchdowns i think they might struggle early that's why i, I the 34 number wasn't completely random i thought they'll they'll probably have to settle for a couple field goals on some of these drives but i think overall they're gonna be able to move the ball another point for that the niners love to use an early downs cover three and cover four they kind of sit back let their four pass rushers go and uh, play zone defense but mahomes unlike some guys that do struggle with the zone he is the top quarterback in the nfl in terms of expected points added against cover three and cover four when all those safeties and guys are sitting back so he can pick apart this defense Uh, as i mentioned san francisco's pass rush on early downs not nearly what it is on third down combine that all together with mahomes being patrick mahomes that is why i picked the chiefs to win
1: there you go um yeah i it all comes back to patrick mahomes i mean that's that's what this comes down to for both of us i think really it's just i mean you you see what he does and it's just it's so hard to, to pick against him and and what he did you know in that game against the texans i think that just sort of hammered home his ability to change a game you know at any time in that type of way there's just i mean there just aren't many other players in the nfl that can do that i mean maybe lamar jackson you'd say um in, in a similar sort of you know manner but other than that this guy is special and you just feel like even against a defense like this uh, he is going to find a way to lead his team to victory so there you go uh we're both picking the chiefs um like i said i, I had to stick with them uh because uh, they were my preseason pick and i'll i'll stick with them here you're going with them as well uh because you hate the niners um but uh, obviously i'm kidding but um anyways that i just
0: wish all those coaches and players were in a different franchise yes. not wearing that uniform right. i love all the people they have <laughs> And I do have a lot of friends in the Bay Area that I love, but no, yeah, just maybe a little bias against uh, Bay Area sports. That's
1: all right. Everyone knows you don't have to. You don't have to explain yourself. Everyone's aware at this point. Um, all right, but that's not all for our picks because we still have a couple here. And like I said, there's one that Dylan doesn't even know that we're gonna do. That we're gonna do uh, to, at the end here to wrap it up. All right, but that will transition us. Obviously, we're both picking the Chiefs. So, um, and, you know, you probably are sort of thinking, well, considering everything they just said, picking the Super Bowl MVP uh, should be pretty obvious for both of them. However, it's not. Um, I've got a different choice than Dylan. I'll let Dylan go first, and we'll both make our picks, and then we'll both uh, give you some dark horse picks uh, after we pick our actual Super Bowl MVP. Dylan, uh, you're keeping things simple here on this one
0: yeah I mean if I'm betting I probably don't do this because I mean the the potential winnings just aren't worth the possibility of some other guy going off but I went with Patrick Mahomes if I had to think about how this game's gonna go as I think about all the points scored I have a hard time believing he wouldn't get it even if he doesn't have the hugest uh, output of uh, production in terms of numbers if they put up that the 34 points and he's a big reason why they're moving the ball I have a hard time seeing him not win it if it goes the other way based on how I still think this game's going to go, I think it would be Jimmy Garoppolo. I know, uh, I mean, quarterbacks usually are the top two favorites, but in this, you know, with the way the Niners have played lately and how Jimmy G's kind of struggled at certain times, I maybe not the most popular pick, but I think if the Niners are going to win this game, it's not going to be just running the ball. I think Jimmy G's going to have to have a pretty big day through the air, and that's why I ultimately picked. If the Niners win, I I would go with him as my MVP.
1: All right. Well, I decided to uh, do something unprecedented here because – In the history of the Super Bowl, there's never been a tight end to win the uh, MVP award. (laughs) And so, but listen, you know what? If there's going to be a year where a tight end wins the MVP, you have Travis Kelsey and George Kittle both in this game. And like, I think we could certainly say, even like we said, even with with both teams, you know, being pretty good about how they've defended tight ends and such, I am going to take a chance here. Now, I picked the Chiefs to win. So obviously, that means I have to pick a Chiefs player here. And. That is going to be Travis Kelsey. I'm going to take the chance the first time ever. I think these two guys, Kelsey and Kittle, are so good that one of these guys is going to step up. I think they're both going to step up and play well. Um, But because I'm picking the Chiefs to win, and like I said earlier in terms of the receiving yards, I just think Kelsey is going to be that guy that Patrick Mahomes naturally reverts back to if he sees Nick bosa running at him and you know that could happen a lot and i just feel like kelsey is going to find a way to make some plays Mm -hmm. uh get in the end zone you know once or twice in this game and and while you said i mean you know that's that's going to equal two touchdowns for patrick mahomes too and it's going to be very hard you know for them to probably pick against him in terms of the mvp uh i don't know i'll take a chance here you know it's one of those like you said i'm not betting on this uh, there's mm-hmm. no chance that i'm going to go out and bet my money here <laughs> on a tight end for the first time ever to, to win but uh it's fun we're doing this for fun and uh i will just go outside the box and make travis kelsey uh my pick now if the 49ers win as much as i'm talking up george kittle Um, I would not pick George Kittle. (laughs) I would go with the guy who's actually third on the MVP odds which may surprise some people but it probably shouldn't uh Raheem Mostert who is uh I mean look after what he did like we said we talked about him earlier uh what he did in the NFC title game what he's done for this team the problem with Raheem Mostert being you know someone that you would go out and bet on is because we we obviously we never know what the 49ers are going to do running the ball I mean they've got 17 different guys um, that are probably going to have a carry in this game Uh, so betting on one of them to kind of be that standout guy you don't really know you know Tevin Coleman's entry situation you've got Matt Frieda back there Um, there's so many different options here Uh, but yet again if the 49ers win the game it's probably going to be a scenario where they were able to kind of you know enforce their will in terms of the running game and I would probably lean towards Mostert in that scenario.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. I, I understand uh, the thought process for him. I think if uh, like if the Niners do win, most likely it's going to be either some defensive player that makes yep. and like uh, has a pick six and maybe like forces one other turnover. And the, there's no offensive guy that really sticks out. We've seen that happen a few times. Uh, but uh, I we we also marked here down our our dark horse picks for the MVP. <laughs> and I thought Bill Barnwell he was on SportsCenter the other night and he made a fantastic point about how Kyle Shanahan. It's almost similar to I, I was we we're talking before the podcast about how the Patriots last year and so many years they had so many running backs in like one game uh, one guy would step up it'd be James White one day it'd be Rex Burke had really whatever hand was the hot one and uh Kyle Shanahan does the same thing so we go into this one M- Mostert obviously the hot hand from the from the NFC title game we have Tevin Coleman who was kind of the, the the bell cow back in the divisional round um and now in the Super Bowl I I think Matt Breida could have a pretty big game if if he gets hot he could be the guy that's in there Coleman still struggling with that injury Mostert if he gets you know stuffed a few times we'll see what happens so I thought at uh, 7,500 Breedo was a a decent dark horse pick if you want to go outside the box and try to cash in with one of these MVP picks. On the flip side for the Chiefs, I put McCall Hardman. These odds probably should be a little bit better in my opinion uh, plus 5,500. I think it should be be getting more if you really uh, cash in on him. I think if he's going to do it though, he's going to have to have a special teams touchdown of some sort. At least set up a a touchdown with a long return. Uh, I think uh, Desmond Howard is like the only guy going back to Super Bowl 31 that could kind of be compared to the the of a performance you'd have to have to win an MVP I mean Brett Favre had a pretty fantastic game in that Super Bowl and still didn't win um, so uh, po- possibly Call Hardman could be the guy but I think those odds maybe should be a bit better given um, if he if he has a big day still Mahomes is likely gonna have a big day as well
1: well I went with two guys that like I said we mentioned all these great you know receivers and all these weapons on both sides on offense and it's like okay you pick a couple guys if you're going to pick a dark horse pick a couple guys that you feel like are going to have a role you just don't know exactly what you know you have no idea how many catches they're going to have you have no idea how many yards are going to have um Sammy Watkins and Emmanuel Sanders they're way on down there um I think Sanders is at 4,500 Sammy Watkins it's mm-hmm. I think it's uh I don't I can't remember but it is he's further down than Emmanuel Sanders is he's- so
0: Plus six thousand. Okay,
1: so yeah, he's he's a little bit down there too. So he's right in there, probably in terms of, you know, maybe that that last sort of surefire offensive bet. You feel like you know the guy that that's maybe lower than than like you mentioned, like a McCall Hartman or a Debo Samuel, uh, Damian Williams, guys like that. Uh, but hey, like we said, this could be a game that's ultimately a shootout and you know one of these guys having a huge game and sort of having a, a career type of game a defining moment in a super bowl it would be a fun story given where you know sammy watkins has come from given where emmanuel sanders career is at now um you know all that stuff i think it's i think they would be fun to you know choices to mm-hmm. to, to be yeah. the, the mvp but like we said there's just so much to go around that, that this is kind of is a game where it's like you look at the quarterbacks and it's almost like, I mean, as well as these other guys are, it's like how can you possibly single out one of these other guys on the offense and say it's going to be them, which, you know, I'm the idiot who picked Travis Kelsey, I guess. Um, but aside from the quarterbacks, it's just like, I mean – they're going to be able to spread it around probably so much you feel like that they're going to be the ones racking up the yards and maybe some of these other guys just aren't able to compile the numbers uh needed to to be mvp but uh we'll see on that uh you know obviously lots of choices in a game like this uh with these two teams and a great matchup uh so they are our picks uh, for mvp all right, Dylan, we're wrapping it up here uh, with one that is not on our list, but this is coming straight from <laughs> FanDuel because this is always yes. the fun one um, because this is one that, you know, listen, every year it's it's all about celebrating. It's all about excitement. Um, and what do you do? That is naturally uh, the Super Bowl Gatorade color. Um, who? What's the color of the Gatorade going to be for the winning Ooh. coach? Now, let me read this to you. Um, this is from FanDuel. Uh, Max Staley is, is the writer of this one. He just threw this into an article uh, for them. All right, here are the odds. Uh, clear slash water is, um, is plus 150 as the favorite. Red plus 225 is second on the list. Uh, blue at plus 425 and orange at plus 450. Now, blue, according to this, and I remember now, blue was last year's Super Bowl. Uh, Orange, the most recent time for Orange was Super Bowl 50. Um, clear, how about this? Here's, here's a note in this article. Uh, clear has not actually happened since 2008. Um, so that's been a while. Huh. And here's this. I had no idea this was the case. So apparently red has never been used before. Now think about <laughs> it. We have two teams here that are, are, you know, predominantly red teams in terms of their their team colors. Um, And yet it's never been used before. So to me, I feel like this is sort of a situation where, I mean, hey, I I could see this. Actually, I think we forgot to mention yellow. Yellow's Mm -hmm. also in there. It's the second best. It's with red. So you've got yellow and red at the same. Uh, I think they're the second best odds. So, uh, oh, wait, hold on. We have never seen... Hold on. I'm trying to figure out if, if we've actually had a red one before. I'm, look, look how immersed I am in the fact that I'm trying to find <laughs> if we've had a red Gatorade shower before. Um, so actually, I don't think we have. So how about that? Red is second on the list, and it has never been used in a winning Super Bowl celebration. So there you go. That Those are some, some interesting odds there. Um, huh. It's very – you know, I almost think about it. I'm like – I actually don't think it's going to be red because no. for some reason, like I can't, you know, if I'm playing in the Super Bowl, it doesn't seem like you're drinking. You have to have a good drink choice here. And if you're thinking about it, I just, the red Gatorade to me, like, like the punch, <laughs> it doesn't feel like that's the best choice. So I feel like you do want mm-hmm. more of the lighter type of color. Um, oh, boy, this is, I tell you, this is a tough one here.
0: Yeah, if I, you know, uh, when I think about what I would want, that's one thing, but I feel like I should have done some research in terms of, uh-huh. you know, maybe maybe trying to contact some of the guys that work on the sidelines for these teams. This is why we're the best Twitters.
1: podcast, NFL podcast in America right here. We We try to do our research on this
0: type of stuff. Yeah, so I, I maybe from I maybe my memory is just wrong, but I feel like <laughs> I've seen some yellow Gatorade on that chief sideline, so mm-hmm. I tend to say yellow. I feel like that's a, a classic color when I played football that they always had on the sideline. Yep. That was kind of like the mix that they would make with the powder and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'll go with yellow. Um, but I yeah I don't, I, I, I agree. Uh, it's funny because you said red, uh, like talked about red at the <laughs> beginning, and I see on DraftKings red is the favorite. Oh, but I just and I, I get with the team the colors of the teams. I was like, oh yeah, red. But then as you talked more about it and I started thinking more about it see so yeah. we're breaking this down just like the game itself i yeah i just i agree that red just doesn't it just doesn't stick out as one you're gonna have in a, a big cooler on the sideline so yeah water i i this it, i mean water they should be p- probably only drinking water during the game but uh that's a different conversation but i just don't think for the the classic gatorade bath that you can have water it just kind of is sacrilegious in my opinion so i'm gonna go with a uh, yellow green uh, or, or just yellow i guess it's it's more yellow than green i,
1: I think <laughs> i would go with yellow too but i'm gonna do different here i'm gonna pick orange actually i think orange mm-hmm. is one that could be great one too you know mm-hmm. yes i think the you know it really quenches the thirst here we're not getting paid anything <laughs> by gatorade to say this um but <laughs> it's it's quite the thirst quencher and i think that orange I feel really good about this one it's gonna be orange uh, if not I'll go with you I think you know the yellow uh, sort of lemon lime or whatever could be the next uh, uh but I, I don't I don't see red here I just don't think that's uh, gonna happen I, I yeah just the taste I just I we, can't see it so
0: we got to track this and remember for our <laughs> podcast next week it's gonna be that what we lead with for sure not the game this itself. is
1: going to be the one we're most thinking about on Super Bowl Sunday <laughs> like we're gonna be watching the game and after all these ridiculous pre-game prop bets, are over our eyes are going to be turned to not who's going to win we're going to be turned to what in the world is this color of the gatorade going to be um so yes we're looking forward to that and it should be a fun game as we said great matchup two great teams uh gonna be a lot of fun uh, in super bowl 54 but all right that wraps up uh, our picks here for uh, the biggest game of the nfl season and uh lots of great stuff going on dylan over at clutch points we've got all sorts of coverage and uh, we'll continue to have more here as we lead up to the game on sunday so uh, be sure to let everybody know uh, where they can find all of our great stuff
0: yeah everything that we've been writing uh talking about all that good stuff you can find at clutchpoints.com under the nfl tab lots of previews breaking down positional matchups all the news leading up to the game all the different quotes not a, not a lot of trash talk more of respect between these two teams uh so all that can be found at clutchpoints.com as well as in the clutch points app in the nfl section all of our nfl content is found under the news tab we now also have a, a podcast tab with our podcasts on the app so you can listen there as well as uh, apple uh spotify all the all the places you listen to podcasts so yeah uh, excited for the game to come here and uh yeah you can also follow the game live in, in addition to watching on your tv but following along talking with fans getting instant analysis from uh, whether it be breakdowns from people on twitter that write about the sport for a living or all and just regular fan reactions all those will be in the app during the game so looking forward to uh yeah really fun super bowl uh, as we talked about throughout this podcast I think it's regardless of who wins i don't think we're gonna have a blowout i think both teams are gonna fight till the end
1: yeah i do too i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and uh it's uh yeah gonna gonna be a fun game but most of all it's gonna be fun to see how we did on our prop bets and uh again how fun uh that gatorade looks whenever it comes out uh of the the thing there for sure for the winning team so uh there you go there are all our picks as dylan said be sure to head over to uh, clutch points check all that stuff out And uh, we will be back uh, here for our next episode to recap Super Bowl 54 and talk about all the biggest takeaways. So uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and we'll talk to you guys next time here on the Establish the Past podcast.
0: For the ones who get going when the going gets tough, and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the Pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. As well as fast access to experts and 24 7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it
1: done.